Broadcasting live from the 970 AM The Answer Studios. It's the Joe Elliott Show, live and local. Follow Joe on Facebook and on Twitter at Joe Elliott Show. Thank you for joining us and welcome in. It is the Joe Elliott Show here on 970 AM The Answer. I know there's a lot of choices out there, and that's why I appreciate you making the choice to join us. We are live and local weekday mornings at 8 right here on 970 AM The Answer. Getting it done today after an unbelievable World Series game one last night. I know we don't have a lot of baseball fans, but we have some in the audience. The game went five hours and nine minutes. It wasn't over until 1.15 this morning, but it was a great game. The Royals beat the Mets last night in uh, in, <laughs> in World Series action. It was it was good on so many levels, and there's so many interesting stories. We're not a sports – we'll move on to, uh, to other things, but – Johnny Cueto takes the mound, the former Red, for the Kansas City team tonight, game two, and I am taking a nap this afternoon because we've also got two big debates coming up tonight. We've got the kids' table debate at 6 o'clock from Boulder, Colorado. There's a perfect nap opportunity. And then at 8 o'clock, we've got the big boy debate as the Republicans will talk a little uh, economy and taxes and business interest and all that kind of stuff because CNBC is hosting the debate. So that will be coming up a little later on tonight. We'll talk about that a little later on today. Your governor will join us today. We'll, he, uh, he blasted Matt Bevin yesterday. We'll talk about that and some other things to get to. I want to start, though with uh, really what we talked some about yesterday, this whole question about discipline and what we do with kids. You know the story about the video showing the arrest of the student in South Carolina. Well, it made some people very angry. Even the sheriff of the county, Leon Lutt, or Leon Lott, I'm sorry, Sheriff Lott. Mr. Lott was not happy about this. After seeing the initial video, what were your impressions? I mean, can you give us your impressions? I want to throw up. I mean, it's literally, it just, it just makes you sick in your stomach when you see that initial video. But again, that's a snapshot. As a professional, I have to look beyond just that one first video and look at the total picture, and that's what we're doing. And that's what he says we're doing. He's going to rule today on the deputy and whether or not this uh, this man should continue. Uh, James Manning is the chairman of the Board of Education for Richland County, where this uh, where this situation occurred. You know the story. This is the the you've probably seen the video. This is the young woman. It was a math class. It was about ten thirty on a Monday morning. Teacher got caught her looking at her phone. Asked her to leave the room. She would not. They asked her, they asked her nicely, they asked her several times, she would not. They called the school resource officer. This gentleman came in, asked her to leave, she would not. He finally put his arm around her neck, threw her, basically tipped her desk back, threw her, threw her out of the desk. It was, it was pretty disturbing to a lot of people. Here's what Richland County uh, Board of Education Chairman James Manning had to say about this. Yesterday's incident was an outrageous exception to the culture, conduct, and standards in which we so strongly believe in in this district. There is absolutely no place in this district or any other district, for that matter, for what happened here yesterday. Our tolerance for it is zero. Well, Michael Doran is a school safety expert. 
And uh, he was on CNN yesterday, was asked what he makes of the video. Well, it's hard to get an exact picture just from video, but I will say that what I see depicted is, is troubling. The assuming, let's, if you take the standpoint that the arrest was valid, needed to be made, the techniques used are not consistent with the way officers are typically trained. So it, it definitely bears scrutiny with independent and thorough investigation, which is proceeding from what you're reporting. You're saying, assuming the arrest was, was valid, that there were other methods to use that would not have resulted in the same, uh, well, the, what we see on the video. Yes, sir. The techniques used by the officer, as I see them on the video, are inconsistent with the way police officers are trained. If you've got a non-compliant individual and you do have cause to arrest, in addition, questions have been raised. The sheriff mentioned de-escalation training. There are evidence-based techniques that can reduce the chances that you'll have to, this would accelerate to an arrest. And there are procedures such as uh, we urge our clients to have a room clear protocol. Once it got to the situation where the officer was there with the administrator and the child wouldn't comply, we would clear the students from the room with the uh, staff member to lower the tensions and then let's have a little bit more discussion when you've got an individual that's not threatening anybody or, or and is simply non-compliant and perhaps as, as alleged in violation of state law, but they're not immediately threatening anybody. You know, we had a caller yesterday who made that suggestion. Why not clear the room? Good thinking, something that this officer did not, uh, did not do. Here are a couple of, of witnesses who were in that classroom on Monday morning, you're now talking to the media. It wasn't right. He was like flinging her around like a drag doll. I can tell you, I feel like the grown men were scared in there too. I was scared. He's known as Officer Slam. Before, I was in eighth grade hearing about this man. He's a really good officer. And sometimes he can be like pretty mean, but he can also be a really nice officer. He can also help kids out at the school. Okay, well, there you have it. Both sides, this guy has been... Um, he had a, uh, a couple of suits brought against him. One has been dismissed. One is going to trial in January, and there are charges of race and you know, all kinds of things. And we'll see what, what happens as far as, uh, as, far as that is, is concerned here. Uh, your thoughts, 5710970. My telephone number, it's 5710970. It's the Joe Elliott Show. I'd like to know what you think about this. Of course, these videos went viral. They have put a, a real spotlight on the, uh, the the question of these armed uniform officers who are in lots and lots of schools. School resource officers is what they've kind of been come to be known as around the country. Uh, tens of thousands of them deployed in schools, elementary and high schools. Apparently, since the early 1990s, thousands of school districts have paid local police agencies in order to provide armed officers. So you've had some other school districts have actually created police forces. So we had this video, which was a recorded by kids in the on their phones at the Spring Valley High School. This is in Columbia, South Carolina, and it shows uh, this man, Ben Fields, the white officer grabbing a black female student. She's seated at her desk, flips her backward, then drags her, throws her across the floor. Well, 
Of course, he is uh, listed as the school resource officer. He's also a football coach, assistant football coach, as, as many of you know. So Leon Lott, the county sheriff, um, has to decide what to do about this, and he's asked for help from the FBI. They're taking the lead now to investigate this episode. A complete and thorough investigation is what we need and want. That's what uh, that's what Sheriff Lott says. Well, according to estimates provided by the National Association of School Resource Officers, you have about ten to fifteen thousand of the officers are in schools across the United States. About. 4,200 of them are uh, members of that association, and they, they're trying to standardize training. I, I don't want to wring my hands here, but isn't it – that's even stupid for me to say this because it's not going to change. I get it. But isn't it, isn't it sad that we have to have police officers in all of these schools, and they have to, they have to deal with, with all of this kind of stuff? Um, your thoughts here, five, seven, one, zero, nine, 70. If you want to join us, I'd like to hear what you have to say, particularly if you have been an officer, law enforcement officer, if you have been a teacher, if you have been a teacher's aide, if you have been working in schools at any point, I'd like to hear what you think about this. Let's start with Doug. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. So what do you think about all this, Doug? Well, I'll be the first one to say that schools are, the situation in schools are a little bit different than when I grew up. I'm 50-some years old. But I am a retired probation officer, uh, 24 years. Okay. Glad you called. Yeah. So what what are your thoughts? I don't want to throw the police under the bus, but I do say in my hometown, which is in southern Indiana, when I was was a probation officer, I I always wanted a complete civilian police review board, and I must say the only reason I would say that is unfortunately we tend to in our society put people like doctors, uh, teachers, school school resource officers, and people like this, and police officers especially, they have so much power. And unfortunately, because nine out of ten of them are good guys, you know, there can be somebody that's in the, in the mix that violates the public trust. They use their job as a means to, you know, do their own agenda and do things the way they want to do it. And unfortunately, what happens is police officers will be hesitant to go up against somebody in their own right. department for fear of losing their own job. I'm sure and there's the, no question and that about that. Thing. And I hate to say it, but it is a true, it is true. And, and I've seen it and it's hard to get rid of these people. They, they, they get terminated. They go to another job. And I just hate to say that. I don't know. I know this kid probably really made this officer mad. I think I would be mad as a parent, but at the same time, I think he went too far, and there could have been other ways to 
handle the situation. Well, I, you know, I think so too, and I think that's really the thing. And, and of course, now because everything is on video, you know, everything is is under scrutiny. And I I get that. I understand that puts the officer in a difficult position. But I think we can do better than throwing a kid out of a out of a desk in a situation like that. This is what the safety expert said yesterday is, is why not just have everybody, you have everybody leave the room. Um, she, she's going to leave at, at some point. Now I know you can make the argument, look, we're running the school here. We're not running a nursery school. This kid should leave when we tell her to leave. People should do what we tell them to do. I get that. I just think we're living in a in a very different in a very different time. Doug, I really appreciate your perspective on this as a uh, as a as a guy who has some real experience here. Let me talk to Jerry. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you this morning? Good, Jerry. How about you? No, I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, I'm a former police officer, and I'm a former instructor of police officers. Okay, I'm one glad my, you called. One of my special areas is uh, PPCP ground fighting survival tactics. I've also worked as a psychiatric nurse, so I've had different experience in uh, dealing with other people. One thing I'll say in reference to this officer, at least as an opinion, and I'm very well pleased, make no mistake about that, uh, this is a mindset. You know, it's not a matter of teaching an officer how to control the situation um, with de-escalation, because everybody learns the force continue. Everybody in the academy learns de-escalation. This is the mindset of this particular officer, and I think what you find you have an agency of 100 officers, one thing you'll notice is you'll have the same four or five officers that are always hitting physical encounters, always having to arrest people for uh, resisting law enforcement. And it's, it's how often, more often than not, it's how they approach the person they're dealing with. Now, on the other hand, in this particular incident, um, I, the officers, the way the officers threw that person before, hit first, which could have caused... Uh, and through the, the young lady across the board, which again could have caused harm, it would have been better. I heard said somebody else uh, clear the room and that's number one. Right. It's great because everybody involved. And number two, get some backup. Um, sometimes just having another officer or two there, they take three minutes longer, but it presents enough of a force where somebody might not have applied would not respond. And that's kind of that's kind of where my well, you know, Jerry, I, I like what I like what some experts said yesterday, which is this is maybe maybe this is not the right time to call the to call the resource officer in. Maybe maybe this is the time to say uh, to to for for the students to leave the classroom, and then at that point, maybe if she won't leave after a few minutes, you know, and and she she very well might because she's by herself. There's nothing else going on. Maybe at that point, then you call a resource officer and a backup uh, to come in, and you know, and, and you you try to either reason with her or confront her or move her out. But there's no other students, there's no audience, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, so you have really de-escalated the situation greatly. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody's recording it on their phone. Uh, you know that that procedure makes a lot of sense to me. You know, I agree with that. The point, but now you're putting the onus on the teacher. I'm afraid you're you're breaking up on me a little bit here. It's 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 really getting hard to understand you. But oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I I just I I think that 
that um, there's there's really no good way. And I appreciate very much your call. I don't know that there is a that there's a good way here to handle this situation, but we're sure looking for suggestions. Jerry, I really appreciate your perspective on this. Let me catch up with a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get to more of your calls coming up. Joe Elliott, 970 AM, The Answer. Global's home for intelligent, conservative talk. 970 AM, The Answer. Back to the phones. Let's say hi to Michael. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Joe. Hey, uh, just listening to your coverage there, and I just wanted to call in and offer my perspective as okay. a parent of a high school kid. And, uh, you know, I just feel like that I thought about, you know, what what would I think about this if that had been my child doing that? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my thinking is that I would have saluted the uh, officer. And when I got my kid home, I might have beaten him a little more severely. And uh, maybe not beat them is the right word, but certainly have uh, provided some severe punishment for putting themselves in that situation. My kid would have been in a world of hurt when when he or she got home, too. And uh, I just feel like that the media coverage on this, I was watching CNN last night, and honestly, I I had to turn it off. Um, I just feel like it's so one-sided and unfair that it's ridiculous. I don't understand why people aren't examining what, you know, why this girl behaved the way she did and how that came about. You know, instead, you know, certainly it's fair to go into the officer's background, but I think that they're, you know, all I have seen on television so far is a constant stream of people saying that this girl's behavior didn't, you know, wasn't all that bad, and she should be excused, and it's okay, and kids are defiant, and that's part of it. And that is just not right. It's, well, it's I know kids are defiant. Of what's wrong with this country today. I, I, I'm, Michael, I know kids are defiant, but her, her behavior is, is clearly out of bounds. And, and I'm like you. If this had been my kid, you know, there would be some real consequences when she got home. But... I do think you have to ask the question, what is the proper role of the officer? What should the officer do? How far do we want an officer to go? I'm going to play some comments from you, uh, for you from the sheriff, which is uh, this guy's boss, as soon as we get back after the news. It's the Joe Elliott Show. The Joe Elliott Show on 970 AM. The answer. Follow Joe on Facebook and on Twitter at Joe Elliott Show. Need more fodder while arguing with your liberal friends? We've got you covered. 970 AM, The Answer. Uh, There's no justification for um, some of his actions, and that's what we're looking at. So I don't want anybody to think that just the fact that she did strike the officer, that's justifications for some of the actions that he took. There's Sheriff Leon Lett, who is uh, commenting to to the media about what happened at the the, uh, the school, the Spring Valley School, and says no justification he's going to make some sort of a decision about the officer here and that could come as early as today 5710970 is my telephone number let's go back to the phones we'll say good morning to david here on the air hey david turn your radio down hey how are you pretty good yeah i'm good uh, I'd like to comment on that uh, incident with the uh, yes, sir. unruly child. I'm right. on the side with the deputy because uh, I had a daughter with the same problem, anger. Right. 
about every other day, they were in school calling me to take her out. And it was the same thing, whether she wouldn't want to leave, and just like that girl. And uh, but I know he probably, you know, he should have done it better, but I still take his side because that the, the girl's probably, she's a known problem. You know, that wasn't just one day. That was every day, that girl. You know, that Well, I don't know always, that. I, I, I know with my daughter, it was every other day. And uh, she was, you know, definitely a behavioral problem. So, I mean, are you, would you be okay with your, with, did you see the video? Would you be okay yeah. with the deputy handling your daughter like he handled? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm not sure. But I know, yeah, I wish he would have done something, emptied the room, you know, took everybody out of the room. He should have done that. And he should have probably called in another help, a backup. Uh, what happened, the girl took control of the situation. Uh, she was in control of the officer. Right, but that's up to the and officer that, to, to establish control. Right, but to see, he got out of control. That was the right. problem. He lost it, and All she right. was in command of the situation. That was the problem. I agree. And... Uh, yeah, I wish he would have done it better. I mean, because they were trying to make it look like it was uh, his fault when it's really her fault. She's the one that disrupted her. That's the whole bottom line. She has disrupted the whole school. And, you know, there's plenty of kids like that, too. I mean, well, I, I see. I think you have to hold both both parties accountable. She, yeah, it's she, unfortunate, right? Yeah, I mean, she has to be. She has to be held accountable, but so does he. Let me play for you what Sheriff Lott said in terms of how this officer should have handled it. Well, my feeling to begin with is that the police officer should have never been called in the first place. Um, you know, this is something the school should have handled. But once they called us there and said, you know, remove her from the classroom, then the officer had to do something. Now, um, his methods of doing it is what we're examining, and that's what's going to determine his faith is continuing as a deputy sheriff for Richland County. So what should this officer have done? Well, I, I really don't want to go in details of that until this investigation's finished. And it'll be finished tomorrow. But, you know, we want to de-escalate situations instead of escalate them. When you have somebody on fire, you don't want to throw gasoline on them. You want to put the fire out. And that's what we train our deputies to do is try to de-escalate a situation so we don't have to use physical force. Um, you know, that's one option that's there. Um, there's other options that our deputies are taught when they do have to put their hands on someone, um, how they do it. And that's what we're looking at. Did he follow our proper procedures that we're training him to do? And if he didn't, then he's in violation of our policy. Yeah, I get the impression that the uh, that this man is a short-timer for uh, the Ridgeland County uh, Sheriff's Office, that the sheriff is going gonna, is gonna to drop a... Drop a, a firing on him today. A, a, a drop a dismissal on him today. That's my guess. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, so the sheriff was asked if the age of the student, the young lady was sixteen. Does the age of the student matter? It's not going to impact my decision. My decision is going to be based on did he follow our procedures. Uh, I asked the FBI to come in and do a criminal investigation. That may um, have something to do with their findings, but my finding is going to be based on. Uh, what he did after he puts his hands on her, was that our proper procedures that we train our deputies to do? Um, you know, his size, his size, her size, you know, that's that's all factors that are involved in this. So we'll see what happens here. 
the sheriff, though, reached out to the FBI and the Justice Department. In fact, the Justice Department announced yesterday that they're going to be in the uh, in in the middle of they're, they're doing an investigation here. Um, why did you reach out to them? Well, our position is to investigate the internal policies. Did he violate them? Not the criminal uh, intent, if he had any. Uh, an independent agency needs to do that. And there's no one more respected that does a thorough investigation and a fair investigation than the FBI. Uh, and we worked very closely with the FBI and immediately called them and asked them to come in and do the investigation. Contacted our U.S. attorney and spoke with him and asked him to see if the Justice Department could do a civil rights investigation. And they both agreed. You know, I think the people of Richland County and the people of the world have seen this. They, they want somebody to investigate this. And, and come up with some answers and find out if he did violate her rights, if he did violate the law. What I'm looking at is did he violate our policies. That will determine his employment here at the Sheriff's Department. Yeah, that does not sound like it looks good for this young man, uh, Ben Fields, who who is uh, being uh, investigated by the sheriff. And and you do have, I mean, the, the FBI, the Justice Department, is going to investigate this, but this follows national studies that show that black students were more likely than whites to be disciplined in public schools, uh, even for comparable offenses. Now, what impact that will play on this, I have no idea. But apparently that issue was receiving uh, lots of scrutiny long before the incident on Monday, long before these videos went viral. There had been a task force that was formed last year to examine the school's practices in this area. Last year, the uh, racial divide in, in the Richland School District um, it encompasses uh, part of the city and, and the suburbs in this particular district, too. The New York Times reports that it led to the formation of a Black Parents Association uh, they tried to control the school board. There was a lot of, of controversy about this in terms of who would control the school board, how this would go. Um, the New York Times again reports there's no, there's no neat stereotype here that the community fits. Um, it's at times been seen as a, a model of... Uh, of integration there have been times when it's when it seems that uh, the school district has been a leader in white students and black students getting along well and and there seem to be no problems and then occasionally you'll have something like this that will that will come up let's go to doug you're on 970 a.m the answer hello hey joe thanks for talking to me yeah, what do you think about all this, Doug? Well, I just I, I just usually look at uh, listen to what you've been saying, and then I, I just have a couple questions uh, that may or may not have, you may or may not have an answer for. But uh, number one is, is who, who causes who causes more tr trouble in the uh, classroom between uh, you know the minorities versus the whites? Well, or I guess, blacks versus the whites. Yeah, you know? I guess that depends on who you ask. Um, yeah, I mean statistically, it'd be interesting to find out. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, th this is the thing. Certainly, black kids get get reprimanded more and they get disciplined more. Now, is that because they cause more problems, or is that because there's a bias against blacks? Or, I mean, that that's really basically what the question is that that you know these groups are all fighting about. 
Well, but perhaps uh, the question that I would lead up to with that is: is is is, uh, is if are they getting discipline more because uh, they've they've had more of a pattern than than the white students, and therefore the uh, people that are doing the discipline are are, are just um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they're they're in, kind of in a pattern of, of doing it because because they've been doing it more towards the blacks than the whites, and so. I mean, that's kind of where I'm going. Is that maybe they're just kind of stuck in that rut, you know? No, I understand, and that's really the and that's where really the question is: a is a black kid more likely to get or to get in trouble for something that than a white kid for doing exactly the same thing? I mean, I don't know the answer to this. I'm just saying that this is what this is the stuff that that people are you know are are throwing back and forth, and and there is apparently a, you know for. For some teachers, it's about a level of expectations. If you expect to have more troubles with certain groups or certain kinds of kids or whatever, you, you know, you very well might. It's just like teachers yeah, it's who your don't. Mindset, right. I'm sorry. It's your mindset. It's right. Like you're going into it expecting exactly. Uh, you've you've already got uh, some prejudice already built inside your brain. Right. Yeah, I agree with you on that. No, it's just it's just like it, I'm going to take it out of the racial issue for a second. There are really interesting studies. Teachers who really don't think that kids can learn or that certain kids can learn, well, those kids don't learn as well under those teachers because they've kind of decided, well, you know, it's not worth much. The kid can't learn anyway. But then if you have another teacher who works with a kid who thinks the kid might have some potential, you know, the kid will, will likely do a little better. So uh, you know what I'm saying? It's it's one of those things where a lot of this is is level of, out, uh, level of expectation sometimes leads to certain outcomes. Right arm. Yep, yep. No, yep. I agree with you, Joe. Hey, Doug, I appreciate the call, man. Thanks very much for joining us here. Five seven one zero nine seventy is my telephone number. I don't know what the truth is in this case. I mean, I don't. I, 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 I'm trying to find some kind of answer here. One thing that the, uh, the sheriff says, though, is that the school board and the police department, everybody needs to work together and find some better procedures than what we're doing now. Yeah, I think that's an issue that we need to address and that schools need to understand that when they call us in and ask us to do something, our deputies are going to respond. And sometimes it may be physical force that we're doing because that's what they want us to do. And that's what they're asking us to do. Uh, so they need to determine, if, you know, at what time is that necessary? Or is this something that the school should handle? And that's some discussions that we're going to have with the school district and, and maybe come up with some better procedures. If you've got questions, we've got answers. 970 AM, The Answer. Joe Elliott at 970 AM, The Answer, 5710970. You want to join us, got a couple of minutes to get your call in here. So the sheriff will have to make a decision about this guy, Ben Fields, today. He says... Even though this girl was wrong for disturbing the class, even though she refused to abide by the directions of the teacher and the school administrator and also verbal commands of our deputy, I'm looking at what our deputy did. He deflected a question about the, uh, about the role of race, said Deputy Fields has a black girlfriend. Well, the deputy has been placed on unpaid leave. Now, the sheriff asked for a federal investigation. The Justice Department's civil rights investigation, along with the FBI, um, they're, they're looking at this. The United States Attorney's Office for South Carolina going to look into the incident. 
look, this is a big deal, but I mean, really, the FBI, the Justice Department, the United States Attorney, the, we're, we're going This is a kid who wouldn't do what she was told. And look, I think the officer overreacted here. But I mean, we're going to have all these investigations, really? We're going to get the FBI and the Justice Department and the U.S. Attorney, and we're—I don't know. I—I I mean, there are so many things that we need the Justice Department and the FBI and the U.S. Attorney to focus on. There are people who are who are hurting people, killing people, cheating people, stealing every day. Uh, I want the. FBI and the Justice Department and the U.S. Attorney and all, I, I want them all focused on that. I, I'm not saying this isn't important, but do we really need several federal investigations to figure out about this young lady who wouldn't who wouldn't leave the classroom? I, am I missing something here? This just seems bizarre to me. Uh, Will, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Will. Uh, this sheriff is smart. He's covering all his bases. He's not going to have this here come back and bite him in the behind. I agree. So he's bringing all the agencies in. But the problem here is that the deputy did overreact. I agree. But the problem with the child is that the child doesn't have any integrity, which should have been planted there by the parent. And that that's... That's among all our kids. And when you tell a child that you can't touch me because I'll sue you, or this is crazy. But, Will, I don't want to make this a bigger deal than it is. I mean, it's important, and the deputy should be should be reprimanded if he did something wrong, and maybe he should be fired. I mean, I'll leave that in the hands of the sheriff. But, right. but I mean, do we really need all these federal investigations and all these all these federal man hours these guys log in time i don't i, I don't know it just I know. seems a little you know, bizarre Joe, sometimes to me. i hear the frustration in your voice at times you know but there are, we we have to get our children back under control you know if, if my mom had to come to school i might as well be dead because she will beat me up in front of the kids in the classroom. Uh, well, you know, this is that's really kind of funny because I never teachers really didn't bother me. That I, I never cared. But boy, if they called my house, if they if they called my parents, man, I knew that there would be some reckoning. I knew there'd be a, there'd be a problem. So you that's know, true. I tried not to get. I tried to stay at least, you know, so that they wouldn't call my parents. Low key, low key. Right. But there are, that's the way. It, but. We have lost our integrity. The country, through the whole, out the whole country. I mean, there's a crack in our foundation that that really disturbs me. Well, I agree, and it it, it really does disturb me too. It really does, and I, I think we have to handle this. And look, what the deputy. I don't know what the procedures were, but apparently the deputy violated the procedures. And the deputy needs to be held accountable for violating the procedures. Uh, this young woman also needs to be held accountable for for doing what she did. But I, I don't know. Do we really need all these federal investigations? And I mean, this is a kid who wouldn't leave class. And of course, it's a deputy who acted incorrectly and ought to be ought to be reprimanded for doing what he did that was wrong. We're going to change the focus slightly, talk about President Obama and the police in just a couple of minutes. It's the Joe Elliott Show. The Joe Elliott Show on 970 AM. The answer. 
Follow Joe on Facebook and on Twitter at Joe Elliott Show.